News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. government uh, should issue a public statement in support of South Africa's case against Israel at the International Court of Justice. That is the call this morning from Kiva Dabara, uh, Trokera CEO. Uh, I spoke with Kiva just a, a few moments ago. I began by asking her why should the government issue this public statement of support for South Africa's case at the ICJ? Well, the first thing is that Ireland is a signatory to the Genocide Convention and as a signatory, it is our responsibility under law to do everything possible to prevent the risk of genocide. Um, This case which South Africa has taken to the International Court of Justice against Israel is founded on the risk that genocide is happening. And we believe that it's important that Ireland state that the questions that are being asked, the questions that the ICJ are being asked to investigate are valid and that Ireland would say publicly, as Belgium has done, that it will support the International Court of Justice if it calls for Israel to seize its military campaign in order to prevent genocide. We believe that it's important that this organ of international justice be given due respect and consideration and that Ireland, which has been very strong in terms of calling for a ceasefire and calling for an end to the violence and suffering, now step up and support this channel as a way to ensure that there is accountability for any crime that could be interpreted as genocide. Okay, uh, uh, we can we can tease that out a little bit more in a minute. But what would you say to the argument? I have heard this said that um, agencies like yourself should be concentrating on lobbying for humanitarian aid. That really is is the most important thing at the moment. It, it, it almost goes without saying that this is our primary concern. The humanitarian disaster that is unfolding in the Gaza Strip is without parallel or precedent. At the moment, one in four people in Gaza are facing immediate risk of death by starvation. 2.2 million, which is the entire population, are facing imminent risk of famine, according to the United Nations. So this is a humanitarian situation which we have never seen before. Never have we seen a food security situation escalate so quickly and affect an entire population. Never have we seen the number of deaths, 250 Palestinians per day, are killed in Gaza. That's a higher daily death rate than any other 21st century armed conflict. Now, it's also important to say that the events of October 7th, which were perpetrated by both Hamas and Islamic Jihad, are war crimes and they must be held accountable through the appropriate measures and channels. That absolutely is Mm. imperative. But as horrific as these attacks are, they can't be used as a justification for the ongoing perpetration of violations against civilians. Sure. Um, I, I suppose the, the other argument would be made was that you know, Hamas have, have made it clear it wants to wipe Israel off the map. Is, is that not um, equally evidence of at least genocidal intent? That can also be considered, of course, and it should be. And Hamas and Islamic Jihad must be held to account for crimes against humanity, for war crimes and for potential genocide also. Um, The European Union just last Friday has brought in a framework of sanctions against those who support financially Hamas. There are different measures that must be taken. What Throker is saying is that there is a validity to using the International Court of Justice to test, to investigate whether crimes of genocide could be being committed in Gaza and that it is valid then to ask the ICJ to bring in provisional measures 
asking Israel to suspend military operations. The other argument I've heard against the genocide charge, against bringing the genocide charge, is that it, it, it's a very difficult thing to establish. It's a very difficult thing to prove. It actually takes away from what's happening there, the war crimes that are happening there. And that would be a much better focus than, than trying to uh, establish genocide where you know, you're, you're, you're essentially arguing that Israel are killing people just because they're, they're Palestinian. It's very important that any potential war crimes or crimes against humanity or genocide are investigated. This is around ensuring that there's accountability. It's around ensuring that there is a robust international human rights and humanitarian law system which works to pr- protect all victims. So all innocent civilians who are caught up in conflict deserve to be protected by every channel that is available to them. So using the ICJ does not mean that the International Criminal Court, which is the court where individuals can be tried, should not also be used. There's a wider point here that like there's a kind of a rush, particularly on social media, I'm not accusing you of this, but uh, on social media for the Irish government to show its colours on this, even though it has been very outspoken in its criticism of Israel, that it should go further. It should expel the Israeli ambassador. It should join South Africa in the International Criminal Court. It should join South Africa in the uh, the ICJ. The the argument, the counter-argument has been that for the Irish government is that they are better to remain as an honest broker in this, uh, to argue via through the EU that there's much more strength in doing that. And that, yeah, Ireland can make a, a, a stand. It'll get headlines for a day, but ultimately it won't achieve anything. And that diplomacy and realpolitik will achieve an awful lot more. The, the fundamental point here is that Ireland has responsibilities under international law As a signatory to the Genocide Convention, Ireland has an obligation under law to pursue any risk of genocide and to support the prevention of it. But the point I'm making, that case is going ahead. I think actually I've even heard suggestions of technicality. Ireland can't join the case at the moment because it's at the preliminary stage. But, But the point being that case is ongoing. What actually will it achieve, Ireland, making that? Is realpolitik and diplomacy a much better way of going? Ireland is very active at a diplomatic level. I think our Taoiseach and Tánaiste have been very active in diplomatic circles. There's no question about that. Ireland has taken a leadership position for many months in calling for a ceasefire. However, as I mentioned before, our obligations do not stop there. Our obligations include using every single channel and opportunity available to us to prevent even ones the risk that are being used, even ones that are already being used, and potentially damaging our position as a, as an honest broker. Ireland is well respected internationally and the Irish position is seen as one where we are standing up for international humanitarian law and international human rights law. So for Ireland to call for the valid use of an international institution of law, there is nothing inconsistent in that with Ireland's position in the past. And that was Kiva Dabara, a Trocra CEO, speaking to me a few more. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.